Because he's being a gentleman. And a scholar. Yes. I'm not a scholar, but he gets to be a scholar. Yes. Did you see how he was dabbing his mouth? Yeah. I do other research. <laughs> <laughs> I but do the scholar thing. That has nothing to do, do with being a scholar. <laughs> as a gentleman, a sc- ma'am. A scholar. As a gentleman, let me tell you, that has shit to do with fuck. <laughs> no. <laughs> a scholar is, is the, 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 the title scholar is dubbed to those who act scholarly. Thank you. And because you said that, sir, you are a scholar. I have a degree in English, and I do all Ma'am, ma'am, please. I don't like to fight women. Yeah. I am a gentleman. I'm at a library, like, just combing through research and notes. And you guys are just in the corner eating burgers, like, she'll never Cheerios, be a scholar. Cheerios. And then she turns a page in the library and is like, shh, there are scholars here. <laughs> Gestures at us. Meanwhile, I'm cutting your scholarly sounds out of the fucking audio. Keep this, keep this, keep this. We've come from afar, bringing tales from before. Old dragons drink bourbon, but we three drink more. I'm Cletus. Hey guys, I'm Miles. And this is our beautiful host, Ella. I'm still waiting for top building one day. One day. One day. Welcome back to <laughs> Dragon's Drink Bourbon. I'm Miles. Yes. Fourth. <laughs> <laughs> what an accomplishment. <laughs> At least they know who I am. Mama, your baby boys made it. <laughs> Oh. When the world's constantly on fire, why should we have any structure? <laughs> That's Soon it will be fam- like the most familiar thing. Mm. Chaos. Chaos will be the structure. I'm here for it. It already is. It is. So we are back again this week. We're going to be handling our second part, as promised, of Five Nights and Freddy's. So not really a surprise this time around. I'm shocked. Mostly because he forgot. Yeah. And don't listen when I talk. So, anyways, I was talking about this. uh... (laughs) It's a funny joke no one's made before. I really liked it. Thank you. Do you need me to explain it to you? No, I got it. It's already funny enough without. Mm -hmm. Okay. I don't know. She's always funny. I think if you explained it, it would make it too funny. Okay. Mm. Fair enough. Fair enough. I want to go down that road. (laughs) What are we drinking today, guys? Bourbon. Nope, actually, it's just whiskey. So, we are drinking a whiskey called Slaughterhouse. And it is an American whiskey from California winemaker David Finney. It is intense and inviting with caramelized sugar, baking spices, dark fruits, butterscotch, and vanilla notes. The palate is smooth, ultra-rich, and layered. The finish is all over your face, impressive with honey, toast, and loaded with caramel. A part of this complete breakfast. Disclaimer, we are not drinking for breakfast. Speak for yourself, sister. Today. 
nobody commented on the finish being all over your face. I mm. threw that in there. I didn't think you needed encouragement, so. <laughs> I'm here for you, buddy. That's not true. Worst kind of encouragement ever. All right. So I thought we could start off with kind of like a speed run recap. And you're caught up. Too fast? Yes. Damn. So I condensed like 10 pages into one, and I was very proud of myself. And it's less than that. I just have it bulleted out so it looks bigger. So let's be quiet until she finishes her bullets. As we always are. We are very disciplined. And respectful. Waka waka. Yep. <laughs> Proof is in the pudding. Oh, I want some banana pudding. So, speed run. Five Nights at Freddy's equals FNAF equals nine-year-old indie horror viral hit. Not sponsored, but the movie did just come out this past Friday, October 27th. The 1930s were a bummer. Future child murderer William Afton becomes fascinated with singing Dancing Bear. Grows up, sews costumes for singing Dancing Bear with a person inside, plus also a bunny. He favors his bunny. Free market means competition. Henry Emily is good at science. Two first names. Chica's Party World has better mascots because science. Boo to William's humble old Fred Bear's restaurant. Key, being William, mad. He's failing. But Henry's like, let's join forces, friendo. And William's like, oh shit, that's an option. Fred Bear's family diner opens with Fred Bear and Spring Bonnie as the mascots. They keep growing like a bloody horror weed. Similes are hard to write at 9 a.m. And Freddy Fazbear's Pizza opens as well with robots and mascot costumes alike. Oh boy, oh boy. We got Freddy Fazbear, Bonnie the Blue Bunny, Chica the Chicken, and Foxy the Pirate Fox as proper animatronics. So lifelike. Wowee. Note, spring lots are scary. They can kill. Anyway, William has a family. Yay! William's son Evan dies. Boo! It's his brother's Michael's fault. Freak spring lock bullying accident. Damn. Also, Evan's soul is stuck in the golden Fredbear costume. Bummer. Mm. Let's lock those shits up. They dangerous. Piss bear. Five Nights at Freddy's 4 showcases Michael's guilt and shitty sound experiments William Dunn did. Oof. William spirals. Alcoholism. Very questionable gravesite. <laughs> Five- <laughs> We've all been there before. Please do not toast to that. Finds Henry's daughters, Charlie, locked outside their diner by mean kids. Kids suck. Jesus. But William is worse, because he kills her. Ah! Kids suck. Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Puppet robot made to beef up security malfunctions holding Charlie's dying body and spirit bonds. Cops aren't good at their jobs. Diner closes. William has weird side projects under Afton Robotics. Gets divorced. 1985. Five kids go missing. William's fault. Body stuffed in suits. Never found. Cops still bad at their job. Henry thinks William is sus, outs him from company, and begins working on animatronics that can keep kids safe over the next two years. Now we caught up. Present Woo! Day. Excellent. That was excellent. I am impressed. Thank you. I worked really hard. So when we stopped. Collaborated and listened. Mm-hmm. Freddy Fazbear's has been shut down for about two years while Henry is kind of trying to improve the animatronics. How can I get these things to stop eating people? More than meets the eye. The new animatronics would be safer and brighter. Toy versions of the old characters and embedded with high tech. 
In particular, their facial recognition could plug into a criminal database and recognize threats. Robots in disguise, yeah. These guys launched at a grand Fazbear reopening in a new restaurant location in 1987. Still, the old suits remained packed in storage in the new location. Q Five Nights at Freddy's 2. By November of 1987, we introduced the character of Jeremy Fitzgerald, a new night security guard at the new and improved Freddy Fazbear's Pizza. Why do we still need night guards? Okay. I'm just mad about that. Why do we need night security guards at a pizza joint? Because they were creating jobs, man. They were just creating jobs. You're right. We need that. It's good for the economy. I take it back. Maybe competitors would break in to steal the technology because it was doing so well. I don't know. We'll go with that. Maybe they knew the robots were coming to life and they needed human sacrifice, so they were just getting undereducated people to be security guards. Hold that thought. We say that a lot in horror episodes. <laughs> <laughs> so there's like there's a bit of an issue in the new restaurant. The animatronics can't seem to sit still at night. The same issue in the old restaurant. They begin to roam and move with more human-like intelligence and purpose than ever before. And not just the new ones, either. So they're trying to find some alcohol. Yes. Human-like tendencies, you know. Dealing with kids all day. Hell yeah. I mean, who knows? They're eating people, so. That's fair. These Eating people and have. harboring child souls. So. I don't think these it's are the, the important same questions. As eating people when a serial killer stuffs the dead body into the suit. Would you trust your children with this bear? Well, they ate them forcibly. Ate them. I don't see no kids volunteering to be eaten. Well, you haven't heard enough German fairy tales. That's fair. We did one not long ago. Yeah, I remember those that. kids struggled. They were stupid. So Jeremy, the security guard, is told that the animatronics seek out noise. I bet you this guy's a fucking ginger. Most likely. And their programming allows free roaming as such. But uh, they really, really don't like Jeremy. And it seems someone on day shift has been messing with the suits, pulling one in particular out of storage. That was William Afton, working as a day shift security guard after complaining his way out of night shift when the pesky roaming animatronics just wouldn't leave him be. Mm. He's where Henry would least suspect him, having pulled the spring bonnie suit out of storage for his own use once more. But showing his face, and especially removing the suit, puts the spirits in the old character models on high alert. Jeremy, unfortunately, is just in a very unfortunate place near an active serial killer. And the kid-possessed and kid-protective bots ain't having it. Kid-protected? Kid-protective. With the power of a mask for disguise, flashlights, and security cameras, Jeremy struggles to survive for the sweet, sweet reward of minimum wage. Don't we all? But he does learn that there's an ongoing police investigation around Fazbear's. 
What is minimum wage back then? Like the minimum they can pay you for you to sustain life. True. Not the minimum they could pay you by law. Right. They don't care anymore. No. Late 80s. So we're getting closer to that other one. Those were the days. (laughs) Five more kids go missing in 1987. Within weeks of the new location opening. All thanks to William. Mm. Despite the active suits led by the puppet trying their best to stop him. Also, despite Henry putting the building on lockdown and leaving orders for heightened diligence to keep out, quote, previous employees, unquote, when he discovered the bunny suit has been tampered with and history begins to repeat itself. Or her story. Equal opportunity. I don't know if this is where I want to be included. Oh, too late. Serial killer horror history. You're there. Great. History, herstory. Mm. Also, thanks to William, as said, the animatronics have been freaking out, including during the day. After surviving six nights, Jeremy is given a day shift opportunity, as one has coincidentally just opened up and told to closely monitor the animatronics during a birthday party. Then we have the infamous bite of 87. A daytime security guard, most likely Jeremy, was bitten by one of the animatronics causing severe damage, like missing a chunk of his frontal lobe severe. Is that all? Like his head? You can survive with that. Mm -hmm. That's true. He's still got the back one. He survives this. <laughs> My next note. <laughs> so, oh, never mind. I, never mind. I was about to say, oh, so he just comes back to work the next day. Never mind. Continue. There is a seventh night in which a Fritz Smith starts and is promptly fired for odor and tampering with the animatronics. You can tuck that detail away for yourselves later because it creates a timeline in congruity that I didn't feel like messing with. Yay. <laughs> now all the real nerdy fans can sit there and be like, blah, 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 blah. I don't care. I can't hear you. <laughs> Google it. The new Fazbear's closes after only a few weeks of business. The new animatronics are too dangerous and considered malfunctioning, so they're scrapped. The old ones are kept together for potential brand reorganization in the future, and I have unknown to Henry as possessed, question mark, because there are little implications that maybe he knows something's weird, and that's why he doesn't... Well, I mean, he should. It's been years. But, uh, regardless... And there have been countless deaths around them. He didn't find the bodies, though, and that was pretty obvious, and he's a smart dude. But they smelled like dead bodies. And will continue to do so. Hold that thought. So all I get to do on these episodes is hold my thoughts. Mm-hmm. I don't even have that many hands. Anybody have any bags? I'm tired of all these thoughts I'm holding. I'm getting, getting heavy. So going back to murderers. Mm. Aren't we all? William Afton has been unhinged by the death of his youngest son. He seeks answers to life and what comes after. Solutions to fix Evan, to put him back into the living world. This isn't about entertainment and creating the magic of a dancing bear anymore. Necromancy. 
This is about taking back the control life has on the living. Necromancy. I need to be able to deliver these lines, Cletus. <laughs> I believe in you. William noticed something off when he had infiltrated the new Fazbear's. The movements of the Whoa, animate- whoa, infiltrated them. How? When he was disguised as a security guard. Mm. He, he infiltrated killed. them. Yeah, like as the new security guard. Hmm. Just I wouldn't expect. Are we going to nitpick my verbs now? <laughs> I mean. Yeah. yeah, we are. I was just, something, um, just, just saying. No. And William had noticed something off when he infiltrated the new Fazbear's. The movements of the animatronics, as if in response to his presence. Could it be related to the murders? Could the children be active, carried on beyond death in some way? It was time for newer and grander experiments to test his theories and questions. A phoenix costume. So he grabbed some homeless children. Yes. And left them alone in the restaurant at night with the security guard. And he sewed them into a phoenix costume overnight. And said, eat this free pizza. Yes. I promise the animatronic children will not eat you. They probably wouldn't. And then the children cried. They only attacked adults. We are one. And they flung their arms out and flames erupted from the phoenix. Why did they attack adults? Well, some of them were spurred into unrest because of William. So it's either him specifically they distrusted or because of him all adults. Mm. And uh, others were programmed with that criminal database. So you you would assume that maybe it's a pedophile and maybe you don't feel as bad. Question. Was I right about the phoenix? (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely not. (sighs) Which I feel like you knew already. I thought I predicted it. I thought it was pretty spot on, but I feel like it was close. Yeah, you've known yourself long enough to know that you were probably wrong. Let's see where this story's going. Since I'm quote unquote not right, M Night Shyamalan over here got to have a twist. Right, exactly. Every story needs a phoenix. I am Ella, last name redacted, not Scott Coffin, the late cousin of F. Scott Fitzgerald. (laughs) You heard it here first. Spitting facts and truth. Okay. Edgar Allan Joe. Yes. He liked coffee. So William buried himself in the work of a brand new restaurant, one that would attract the children that he needed for his experiments. Damn, another restaurant? Circus Babies Pizza World. <laughs> Circus Babies Pizza World. <laughs> I hate the name already. <laughs> Just a bunch of baby clowns. What all children love. (laughs) Especially back then when nothing looked creepy at all. Right. So, Circus Baby's Pizza World would be just the multifaceted business William needed. Sounds like it. I like that all of his restaurants are based on pizza and Mm. animatronics. Right. No other... I mean, he found a niche. Niche? Is that it? Niche. Found a niche and he stuck with it. A... For consistency for yep. this guy. B, for child sacrifice. Mm. Excuse me, security guard sacrifice. There we go. Would like to point out 
that every time I don't provide food, we play this game where we pretend we're not going to get pizza and we always default to pizza. No, one time we got mm. Wendy's. We got no. Wendy's once. No, once. We, we, we mentioned no, we, we it. we considered it. We never did. Yeah, we no, never did. One time we got Wendy's. I don't know what you did when you left, but we've never sat here and ate Wendy's. Yeah, we have not. I got some fries for y'all. Mm, I don't think so. I got to build this time machine. <laughs> <laughs> You'll thank yourself later if you do. Right. William's genius caught up to everything that he learned from Henry. He created new and improved animatronics, but not like Henry's. These blueprints revealed that the endoskeletons were fluid and flexible. They had sound lures to mimic voices and earn the trust of children. This sounds like some creepy shit that they're uh Somebody put leaning way too towards. much thought into... These suits. We spent no expense. There is a, <laughs> Who was designing a, these bitches? There's an Easter egg of like a, a journalist interviewing William and they want to know like these things are weird and he just totally brushes it off, which I'm getting to because mm. you hit the nail on the head. Other people were also like, seems a little <laughs> sus. <laughs> Finally, some people. I, I, I like how he's apparently got the money of a multimillionaire right. too. He's just like, oh, okay, well, research. He's Doctor Hammond. We spared <laughs> no expense, and people have only waited thirty years to be like, you know, something's not right about those things. How did you know there was a thirty-year time jump in our future? <laughs> <laughs> These new animatronics could also successfully isolate and incapacitate children. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Excuse me, sir. I need I need a mechanic that can make these animatronics have sound waves that can incapacitate incapacitate children. The sound waves don't. Their sound they could mimic familiar voices oh. to make the kids trust them. That's even worse. How do you go to a manufacturer like that? Like, uh, Well, he didn't need a manufacturer. He was doing the manufacturing. How did he learn to do that? Like, okay, I'm going to build something. If that's I tweak gonna... these chords right here. Yeah, that sounds like a vocal chord. The yeah, like, world is your oyster see. when you're a psycho. Does this sound like a child's voice? A psychopath hey, with money. Outside. Yeah, yeah, that's the voice right there. <laughs> a philanthropic psychopath. Yeah. Now to design something to isolate and destroy <laughs> <laughs> the world. Also, Not only children, but the world. <laughs> the same thing we do every night. Bow down <laughs> to Freddy Fazbear's Pizza and Emporium. <laughs> <laughs> Just a note. Just loop my laugh from earlier. <laughs> Behind me. <laughs> At the end me. of his sentence. <laughs> Bow down to Freddy Fazbear's Pizza and Emporium. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. My laugh's good for something. Just a note. Philanthropic would mean something completely different than what I think you were going Yeah, for. Yeah, I meant like philanthropy. That's also different. I mean, 
That's like giving to the boy. Oh no! I'm. Uh, what's it called? It's like that always sunny episode. <laughs> what's, I'm a full on rapist. I'm sorry. What? You know, I give money to people and things. No, what? What, what, what was that? What, what's, what's, what is it when people own a bunch of businesses and stuff? An entrepreneur. Entrepreneur. A, there a we mogul. go. A mogul. A mogul. A mogul, not a mongol. I didn't say mongol. I said yes, a, you did. Run that tape back. I said mogul. I can't I don't know wait what to do this heard. again. It's been 20 episodes since I've gotten to prove you wrong like that. I don't know what she heard, but. All right. So Ella was wrong. It happens. Occasionally. We'll give Miles his win this time. Clearly, I n- why would I say Mongol? What's a Mongol? A Mongol? A Mongol? Oh, a Mogul. A Mogul. No, what's a Mongol? A Mongrel, I guess. No, a Mongol. <laughs> I want to be a Mongrel. <laughs> I want to own businesses. Excuse you me? said the word wrong, and then you went... Why would I even say that? I don't know. <laughs> you heard the word wrong. No. I know what a mogul is. I can't breathe. It hurts. <laughs> I exercised today and it hurts. <laughs> the only thing she exercised today were the demons lying to us. Okay, well, I'm a ginger, so. <laughs> I know, that's it's why. It's either get fat or exercise the demons. I, I just get fat. Wow. And he was giving things to people. He was giving child murder. And yeah. security guard murder. He was giving freedom from life. Yeah, he was. Okay. One way of putting it. So He his- was giving people pizza joints. True. Out the ass. Because he had like, what, three of them at this point now? He wasn't giving them. He was selling people pizza at his. Yeah. And he was outed from the other ones. That's why he has to have a new business. Again? How do you get outed from your own business? You build this thing from the ground up and everybody's like, get the hell out of here. Hey, excuse me, boss. A word. (laughs) It's not working out for us. You're going to have to hit the bricks. Or your partner whose daughter you murdered kicks you out of the company. And you're not really sure you can argue that without maybe getting investigated for more murder. I mean, he didn't know that he did it. He He suspected it highly. I don't remember that in the notes. Because you don't listen when I talk. It's because Cliff's slacking. Right. Way to go, Cliff. All our listeners are like, hashtag relatable. Me neither. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag, when do they add a girl to this podcast? <laughs> oh. She keeps distracting me from the jokes with these stupid-ass stories. <laughs> these awesome-ass jokes, these guys. This gold that these guys are dropping on us. By these stupid facts and stories. <laughs> What's the point of this podcast again? But you know what? They're right. At least we're not homeless. Waka waka. <laughs> All right, guys. This, Back to it. This section is the, the longest of the story part. but The longest and story part. done. Thanks this, for this tuning in, guys. Babies Original art by Maria Vincent. <laughs> Original music. <laughs> Your friend is the art dumbass. <laughs> I was trying to remember the entire, like, something, something. Because there's something before that. All editing by something by LP. And she's like, no, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Songs by Vienna Children's Choir. God what? damn, they edit drunk too. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, let's give a hand to the Mormon Tabernacle Choir. <laughs> 
Du får få mig Okay. Oh, Jesus. Jesus. I'm not even at the end of the traits of these animatronics. <laughs> oh, sir. If I were female, I would have wet myself right there. Good show. <laughs> oh, heavens. <laughs> to Megatroid. To Megatroid. What? <laughs> I think it's a place. I just something, so, something, something people say. I heard it in a movie once. I read it in a documentary. <laughs> <laughs> and that, my friends, is a callback joke. Of which we have none. Right. The animatronics could also track the movement of adults, like parents. Obviously, William sells these features much differently. For example, as animatronics that can dispense ice cream, inflate balloons, take specific song requests, and dance. He doesn't, he doesn't do the other things <laughs> as a selling point. So, while two of these characters are hyper-unique to this intellectual property, others are like fun-time variations of franchise favorites, like Freddy and Foxy, all pink and white and on-brand. Ballora the ballerina was modeled after William's wife, Clara. Which is sad. What's she look like? A degenerate hussy. <laughs> Oh, I asked it, which yeah, one? The right. big fat one? <laughs> the big fat juggalo? Damn, animatronics. You scary. Why the puppet got a puppet? What the fuck? I'm sorry. I got to calm myself down. The puppet literally has a puppet on its hand. Why? Well, these aren't really puppets because they can't be worn. I'm sorry. The animatronic has a puppet on its hand. Yeah. Because but really, it's a puppet because somebody's. I guess he it. was just really testing copyright and giving Henry a fuck you with a blue bonnie puppet. That's all I can think of. Okay, that's believable, right? Yeah. I mean, he has a Freddy, who I called pink, and that's clearly purple, but that's fine. I guess that's a Teddy and a <laughs> circus bunny. baby, or the fat one. <laughs> <laughs> Look, look at that thing. That's a behemoth. That's a juggalo juggalo baby. Circus Baby was modeled after his daughter, (laughs) Elizabeth. (laughs) That makes it even better. I would have gone with worse, but that's a unique take. Thank you. Who was a fucking juggalo. She looks like Colossus from X Men, just like (laughs) with some ponytails. With the the Wendy's Wendy's hair. With the Wendy's, yeah. I just had to print visual. <laughs> like if Colossus and Wendy's had a baby, it'd be Circus Baby. <laughs> <laughs> yes. From the game yes. where he did his special move. <laughs> <laughs> Colossus. <laughs> pew, 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 pew. All right, guys. Elizabeth loved Circus Baby. She desperately wanted to play with her, but William wouldn't allow it. These bots weren't meant to harm his children. (gasps) 
And their programming was just too dangerous. No, he would not risk Elizabeth. Mm. I figure you program them that way. Right. Why wouldn't you just program them to recognize No, honey, you? your father's an evil, evil man. That You don't want to go. You don't want to. No. I don't know what I'm doing. I wouldn't trust. No. No. <laughs> I wouldn't trust my children with them, but they're fine for your children. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, no. These things are dangerous. No. Not my kids. <laughs> Literally rents them to all of her classmates, but never lets her go to their birthday parties. Does he really? He would have. Sure. <laughs> However, something's going to get in the way, and I shall tell you that now. Is it safety? <laughs> yes. Is it, is it continuing Osha? to live? Is that? <laughs> it, it's not a fucking phoenix, but yeah, safety was more on the money. Should have been a phoenix. Unfortunately. Elizabeth couldn't resist. One day, she got just a little too close to Circus Baby. The animatronic's core functions took over. She opened wide at the middle, a clawed hand shooting out, catching onto an unsuspecting Elizabeth and pulling her forcibly into the robot's frame. Get over here. Circus Baby wins. Fatality. It's not a fight. I know. No, no, circus yeah, it wasn't, it yeah, wasn't a fight. It was a massacre. Yeah. That was an attack. Oh, so a- so we need to add um what what was it? Flawless, Flawless victory. victory. That was surround sound. I like yeah. that. We remembered at the same time. William found out that his daughter had disobeyed him. <laughs> Do you want to explain to the class what's what's funny about child death and dismemberment? <coughs> I want to record it for your future dates. <coughs> and then sent Circus Baby to discipline her. Oh, no. Circus Baby already ate her with her stomach. Yeah, she's dead. Yeah, but he didn't know that. He does. My he just point knows that was she's dead. he finds out. Does he find her in the body or does he just yes. find like blood? No. He finds pieces of her. <laughs> because like if in he didn't know. something he built. If he didn't know that Circus Baby did it and just found pieces of her, he could be like, what happened? No. Circus Baby. All the pieces are <laughs> in Circus Baby. No, I know that. But he I'm just found saying. Out that's how he finds <clears throat> out. <laughs> I thought maybe he baby. like opened the, the door and there's like an arm on the floor or something. Or like her favorite ribbon or something. He's like, Circus baby. baby looked at him and said, Circus Baby, hungry. <laughs> snow, snow. And death. Y'all are unhinged. Yeah. Thank you. Obviously. Thank you. It, was, it was too late. So moving on, I guess. <laughs> Circus Baby's Pizza World closed shortly after. The public reason... Gas leaks. We we know why it actually closed. Why? Gas leaks. The dead child, Miles. <clears throat> so they just passed off the odor of death as a gas leak? Yeah, do we know that they were up to standard on no that? No one like, even because... got to smell it. He shut it down. So it so could have been gas what, leaks. Did he just this. report his daughter's absence to the police and be like, yo, my daughter's gone. It's been 24 hours. Can you look for her? I don't know. I, think I know. I know gas. you're bad at your jobs because you didn't <laughs> find 
the blood trail that was left behind at the last scene, but I'm going to need you to look for my missing daughter now. That's not in this bloody look-alike doll behind me. You had a daughter? Excuse me, what color is your family again? <laughs> <laughs> Are you immigrants of any way? Sure thing, sir. Uh, can we speak to the owner of this establishment? <laughs> okay. That's horrible. Come on. Privately, William mourned. However, he noticed something odd, something that defied his expectations. Circus Baby's eyes, originally blue, had turned green, like, like Elizabeth's eyes. Mm. Oh, man. She pulled that baby's eyes out and stuck them in her head. Mm. Mm. That, no. I don't know, maybe, but that mm. would be even creepier because the It'd baby be like eyes tiny. would be really tiny. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. And they would just be in like a void eye socket. That's exactly what happened. Pull it over, Google it, you'll see what I'm talking about. Go on, please. But what actually happened was they just turned a different color. Oh, you got to get down. You can't, can't do that. Deborah. We're watching out for her cat over here. Sorry, he's trying to. Eat paper clips and junk. He knows better. We think. He has a PhD. He knows better. Circus Baby is also lucid, in control, beyond what William caught glimpses of in Henry's second restaurant. William is inspired to return to the beginning of it all, to experiment with those old suits he first caught free-roaming. He returns to this original building, all battered and closed up for good. He could tell that Henry had attempted, against all the bad publicity, to reopen and run the business. But the damage was done. Mm -hmm. The god damage. (laughs) And also, the original suits were gross as hell. Because they still had dead children. Mm. Bacteria, you know. That blood had done coagulated and solidified and them souls were still not at rest you know yeah. William lures the suits to him one by one night after night like the Pied Piper hey baby looking for a good time trying to kill somebody come on over and then one by one they went over to him he dismantles the animatronics to remove their endoskeletons which he suspects holds the key to the attached children's souls. William drags the metal, those endoskeletons, back to his workshop, where Circus Baby still sits off to one side, and he melts the endoskeletons down. A silvery goo remains? William dubs this Remnant. William infuses that silver substance into Funtime Freddy, and other Circus Baby brand characters. And does he have a forge? Like, I mean, <laughs> right. like... It's the modern day. He doesn't need a forge. <laughs> I mean, he's well, melting down a- metal. How is he melting down metal? And why does he have this much time? I mean, he's going to need some heavy-duty equipment and a hot-ass fire to melt that metal. And these things were evil, and this is why I'm taking this out. Okay, Hold that Let me thought, put this like, in my current day thing. They weren't evil yet. They were yeah, suffering, they but they children and adults. Oh, they didn't. Right. Well, no, they 
circus baby attacked children, mm-hmm. but because of her programming, uh-huh. not because she was possessed and evil. Mm. So, so AI really is useful. the enemy. So but, we just want the children's souls but inside he's, these new... Right now, he's going to the original, yeah, the original animatronics. That for, killed children also. They didn't kill children. He killed the children and stuffed them into the suits, and the suits reacted poorly to adults because of the trauma. But they These didn't suits ever. That would just snap their asses closed on whatever was in there. There was only one that did that. The one that did it to Evan was one of the only. And that was two. his brother, wasn't it? No, it was his youngest son. Oh, the same, brother same was thing. a bully. The older <laughs> oh, brother. No, you remember the older brother Michael was a bully. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> the Springlock suits. There were only two of. Were the ones that people could wear as well. Okay. All the other suits are animatronics. Okay. Only two of them people can wear. But they have the spring lock technology, and it's super, super sensitive. So if you, like, sweat on it, it'll, like, snap closed. How'd you create that? But okay. Yeah. yeah. And, but that's what malfunctioned and reacted to the kid because mm. of the bullies. It wasn't like the suit was evil. It was like a machine malfunction because kids were being stupid and fucking with things that they shouldn't have that were dangerous that shouldn't have been touched that way. Got you. And since that was a clear – Safety problem. Mm-hmm. That's we when they, just want to they lock put those this away. In these yeah. new, and he's the only one that has been using the bunny version, and he was using it to kill children. But the suit itself didn't give him like special abilities to do that. It just disguised his mm. face. It was just like it was like a mask. I'm with it. So the melting down, the infusion, the silvery goo. It seems to work. Remnant was the answer. Funtime Freddy, minus his skin. So oh, that's not terrifying at all. <laughs> <laughs> begins to move and act of his own accord. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead. Uh, why hadn't he burned the establishment <laughs> to the ground and had it fucking... Just give up, Because bro. he's not Miles. <laughs> Just give up. Funtime Freddy, minus his skin, begins to move and act of his own accord. Okay. Hurt. But he's violent, erratic, without Circus Baby's lucidity and control. Daddy? In combining the remnants of five separate souls, there was no singular There was one mega soul! No, oh. no, no. Triceratops! Pterodactyl! Mega soul! <laughs> <laughs> go, go, power! <laughs> Just pain, anger, suffering, and regret. A.K.A. Christmas at my house. <laughs> Hey, Mom and Dad. Haven't seen y'all in a while. Okay. Boy, I'm so glad you had me. <laughs> Just pain, suffering. I think I think we're halfway through my fault page. Anguish <laughs> and regret. So maybe it's a three-part. Mm. No. <laughs> <laughs> yes. William returns to the boarded shell of his old business to collect more metal to see if he could add soul fragments or whatever the heck to his remnant sample. But he's approached by five Knights at Freddy's. Freddy's. 
ghostly apparitions. Freddy's. Familiar faces, freed from their prisons by his own dismantling. Slaves? The murdered children. Oh, okay. We were talking about freedom. I, I... <laughs> got confused. Got confused. Got optimistic. Thought so. I had a dog in the fight. You know, <laughs> reparations and all. We never got him, just saying. But he's approached by five ghastly apparitions. Familiar faces, freed from their prisons by his own dismantling. They corner him in that safe room he once used to commit his heinous crimes. The child to lead the attack? Cassidy. The last victim in his original set of five. The most violent of all his murders. William looked around the room, frantic, desperate for a place to hide. There, in the corner of the safe room, his golden bunny, his spring bonnie. His bunny. William dons the suit and cackles, victorious. <laughs> I am victorious. He rises, ready to become the image of terror, to put these ghosts back in their place and continue his research. So he's confronted by ghosts, and his first thought is, I'm going to put on my bunny suit. Basically, it's the only thing that makes him feel safe. But as in a man. fairness, in as fairness, he murdered them in the bunny suit. So well, that's like, an even worse decision. Right. These oh, no, are, here come ghosts. I'm going to put on my bunny suit that they're angry at. Right. I'm going to put on the thing that really pisses them off the most. Great. I mean, maybe it was just like, there's no way out of this. I'm going to put this suit on to say, fuck you. I guess. Maybe. Let me traumatize you kids one more time. Whoop. He's like, puts the head on. Anybody else got a raging fucking heart on? <laughs> <laughs> yippee ki mother kids. <laughs> Because they're kids. You can't... You can't cuss in front of them. Yeah. You know, everybody knows that. It's one of the commandments. No, I said boner. That's not a cuss word. Right. Duh. Beavis and Butthead said it, and they were only 13. Yeah. Youngins. Okay. If you were a scholar, you'd know that. But the suit jostles just enough. William has set off a spring lot failure. The suit activates, and there's nothing he can do to stop it. The mechanisms spin inward, puncturing his organs, severing the vocal cords so he can't even scream. Mm, That's hot. Mm. He's left to sit there, slowly bleeding out, drowning in his own blood. Sing to the death rattle, la 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 la. Just a moment of peace, really. That's what, that's what he got. La, 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 la. It's a dull song. Because he's dying. There's a death rattle. So. I got it. I'm with it. So we get a glimpse that Henry discovered William's body and left it there to rot. Hmm. Henry orders that all safe rooms at every location be, be renamed se- unsafe rooms. Be sealed off. Oh. Hmm. Effective immediately. Forgot your coat in there? Too bad, too sad. It's sealed. Unsafe room. Oh, and don't mention those rooms to anyone. We have an NDA, and you can't afford a lawyer. So that seals off William's body. Oh. Just leaves it there. 
to oh. smell up this restaurant. At least they're consistent with the smell of their restaurant, right? Like, they're like, oh, well, you you know how you know Freddy Fazbear Pizza is going to be good when the restaurant smells like death. In fairness, that one, in that one in particular where his body was, was already closed for business. Mm. I can't wait till they reopen. It smells great in there. <laughs> They're going to have some good pizza. Zombies love it. <laughs> so William never comes home. And his only remaining living child, Michael, notes his prolonged absence with growing concern. Perhaps a bit of suspicion. But William had left instructions in the event that he went missing. Of course. Ordering Michael to investigate what his evil own genius doesn't exactly private office in order to free a mysterious quote her unquote. And as days go by, Michael acts on these instructions. Circus Baby Junior. By heading into his father's office. There he discovers an in industrial elevator that leads underground so maybe he did have a smelter to melt the metal there you go yeah it's possible q five nights at freddy's sister location michael stumbles blind and uncomprehending into a secret entrance leading under his home and into the afton business that never quite took off that failed around the time his sister elizabeth passed away Circus Babies Entertainment and Rental, the facility that held all of Circus Babies Pizza World's animatronic. Circus Baby Pizza World, yeah. Everything's okay now. Circus Baby Hungry. (laughs) And this title, you get to free roam sent on errands by old glitchy AI. This gives Michael access to different areas of the facility because Michael is recognized as some sort of new employee and his errands are maintenance related. In fact, the game introduces this location with a key note. Now hiring late night technician. Must enjoy cramped spaces and be comfortable around active machinery. Mm-mm. Not responsible for death or dismemberment. Oh, wow. So they literally told him they're going to absorb his body in yeah. one of the suits. Yeah. This is, as you can imagine, overwhelmingly strange. The sheer level of secrecy of this backdoor entrance Plays shadows of doubt and growing unanswered questions about Michael's father, about his experiments. Mm. Makes sense now. On Michael's second night, there's an issue with the power. It goes out. It wasn't light. and the animatronics are operating on their own. Driven by their infusion with Remnant, they mistake Michael for William, his father. And that alone is, understandably, enough to drive them to attack. Circus Baby. Hungry! 
disturbingly yet comfortingly conscious, reaches out to Michael with warnings and safety instructions. And he notices her eyes are green, her stories and cries for help somehow familiar. Timelines click into place and a nagging suspicion grows. Is this an artificial intelligence gone rogue to assist him? Or is it Elizabeth, his late sister? I like that we had these AI technologies in the 80s. Mm -hmm. Is this who he's supposed to set free? As you might guess, more investigation only leads the way to more coincidences and timelines finally clicking into place. The missing children, the evidence of robot substitutes for William's broken family being built underground, the horrifying reality of years of tragedy around family businesses. And Michael wants nothing more than to follow William's instructions to free her, Elizabeth, from this hellhole, though now for his own reasons. Circus Baby shares, heartbreakingly, that something is wrong inside of her. She is broken, beyond fixing. And yet, she helps Michael hide from the other animatronics. And five nights into his investigation of this confusing place with all its horrible implications, Circus Baby leads Michael to the scooping room. So, thought just occurred to me. Mm -hmm. After their night shifts, do these people go home and live normal lives? Or are they just like, wow, that was a fucked up night? Apparently they lead normal lives. It was a weird night. Can't wait to come back tomorrow night. I I really like this job. (laughs) Specifically, Michael goes home and watches like weird rom-com-y sitcom things. Anime. In between. That like reflect on like the terrible end of the relationship his parents had and stuff like that. It's it's fucked up. My hero. Got it. Mm -hmm. So Circus Baby leads Michael to the scooping room. She wants the bad parts of her removed. Once there, Michael discovers the bodies of two previous technicians, active employees he heard working the night before. They hang lifelessly in place of animatronic parts and shells. You're <laughs> making it better. Or worse, depending on your humor. Their active weight disguising the missing robots and people... From the active AI dishing out instructions in the underground warehouse. The other animatronics, Funtime Freddy, Ballora, Funtime Foxy, and even Circus Baby, have already had their endoskeletons <laughs> scooped out. Unbeknownst to Michael. What is funny? <laughs> <laughs> Continue. I'm good now. I'm good. Parts of their attractive metal shells lay about the room. Their endoskeletons have combined to form Ennard, a revenge bent in violent amalgamation of William's awful 
experiments. Here we go. And Ennard only wants one thing, to escape. Souls. Close enough. So using Circus Baby's voice and Michael's attachment to Elizabeth, Ennard has tricked Michael on this final night. (laughs) Come over here, Michael. (laughs) (laughs) The scooper was a sophisticated tool of Williams. (laughs) Circus Baby, is that you? (laughs) Come in, let me scoop you. Let me scoop you so only the good remains. <laughs> Cutting all of this. Keep every last bit. So the scooper was a was a words are hard. Was a sophisticated tool of Williams meant to infuse metal and remnant into the animatronic forms. Ennard uses it to scoop this living human, forcing himself inside. The animatronic monster had created a flesh suit for itself. Why was something that shoves thing, things in there called the scooper? Right. Well, because it like scooped out, but also put in. And why is it creating fleshlights for itself? Like That's weird. Because it wants to get out of the facility, but it knows it can't if it doesn't look like a human being. Mm. Okay, okay. And why not fuck up the human being that looks a lot like the one that fucked it up first? Hence, the fleshlight. True that. So Frankenstein. Basically. Innocence lost. I think that happened at the first child murder. Basically. Well, for that child, yeah. Yeah, for that particular one. We're all individuals in this world. That's it. You're born alone, you die alone. We're all, we're all the same. We're all one, but we all have individuality. Hence the essence of man. And mankind. woman. Yeah, mankind. Person Person kind. This is 2023. We're progressive. We are. We progress towards uh, derangement and delirium. That's true. And that's what won us our first Emmy. Thank you, mm-hmm. by the way. Hollywood wants nothing. Dragon Stream Bourbon, sponsored by the Emmys. Because I want nothing to do with them. I want an Emmy, sir. I want an Emmy. Michael loses consciousness. I mean, his bones and insides were ripped out. But he isn't dead. He knows he should be. He knows something is wrong. But he's alive. So he's just lazy. Got it. Decomposing and disfigured, but alive. Lazy. Ennard uses his bodysuit for the following months, even as Michael's skin rots and people take a few steps further away. His name was Ennard? The the algamation of all the different... Yeah. Oh. That was the skeletons. first name. Yeah. It was really oh. Ennard Skinnard. Okay. Yeah. E-N-N-A-R-D. I was about to say, so that, they, he, that he named it Ennard. Mm-hmm. It's about as original as unobtainium. Right. Eventually, the entity we call Ennard expels itself from Michael's broken body. People take steps away from the sight of it. Because yeah. he's starting, he's a rotting, decomposing person walking around. Okay. Yeah. So you're like, oh. 
stand over here. Oh, that's not creepy at all. Eventually, the entity we call Ennard expels itself from Michael's broken body. But Michael was infused with silvery remnant by the scooper, and it kept him from dying. Purple, rotten flesh and all, stuck in a state of animation. There's only one thing he can think of to do in this hellish state. Thriller dance. That's what I would have done. It's around the time. It's 87. Or find the cause of it all. Find the true monster behind the horrors. Find William. After he busts a move. Mm. And take familial responsibility by ending the horrors in any way he could. In 1993, Mike Schmidt of Five Nights at Freddy's, the first, responded to an advert for Help Wanted. A family pizzeria needed a night guard to monitor the premises from midnight to 6 a.m. Not suspicious at all. No. Important to note, the company is not at all responsible for injury or dismemberment. Gotta love all that employment agreement fine print. That's called confidentiality. Yeah, we're tools. We know it. Hmm. So, Mike works as the newest security detail at Freddy Fazbear's Pizza in the highly sought-after and deadly nighttime position. The position is a perfect disguise for Michael Afton and at a time of day when he can be alone, given the alarms his wretched state would raise otherwise. All states are wretched. But the decomposing skin one especially. Meanwhile, Henry attempts to revive his once successful enterprise. It's an uphill battle, however, given the tragedy from years before. One newspaper clipping reads, Fuck the stuff! Oh, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) One news clipping reads, All right. Local pizzeria Freddy Fazbear's Pizza has been threatened again with shutdown by the health department over reports of foul odor coming from the much-loved animal mascot. I'm wondering how they keep opening restaurants if they keep getting shut down. Smelling like death. Who are they paying off? You know what? Your last health score was a 61 that's all you get. That, you get a you you get as high as a sixty one on a health rating if you got corpse well, smell. They, they brought it up because the time before that, it was a one. Oh, okay. Yeah, so they brought it up sixty points, and now police were contacted when parents reportedly noticed what appeared to be blood and mucus around the eyes and mouths of the mascots. Oh, yeah, that's, that would raise some eyebrows, I would imagine. Why is there mucus? One, oh, well. par- one parent likened them to reanimated carcasses. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like, I don't know, something was like murdered or something and then brought back to life. Oh, well. <laughs> Have fun, kids. Mike, or Michael's, mentor informs him in pre-recorded training audio to watch out for the roaming animatronics. They get confused you see 
They want to stuff humans into animatronic suits because they think they're endoskeletons. See? Accidentally killing them. See? Perhaps this is more of Michael's unfortunate similarities to his father. Genetics, man. What can you do? I got two words for genetics. Suck Suck it! By the end of the seven nights, Mike is fired for tampering with the animatronics. His attempts to dismantle the harm they can cause due to William's sins, as well as his general odor and unprofessionalism. Wow. I haven't been fired for either of those things. (laughs) Give it time, sir. (laughs) Give it time. Not that it matters much, Fazbear's is set to close by the year's end. Papers report that no buyer can be found with the old place and other companies don't want to partner with Murderville the Pizzeria. The CEO, Henry, is quoted saying that the characters will live on. In infamy. No? Jump ahead to 30 years later, roughly 2023, and in Five Nights at Freddy's 3... You play Night Security Guard once more. Unnamed in the game, but in actuality, the what's, same what's, invested what's, family member. What's Juggalo, Juggalo Bear's name? <laughs> oh, baby. Circus Baby. Okay. Yeah. Juggalo Bear Circus Baby. Isn't that the same thing? Yeah, 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 yeah that Circus was the Juggalo. Baby was the Juggalo Bear. Yeah. Yeah. Circus Baby Hungry. Yeah! <laughs> Twenty twenty three circus baby. She all of a sudden occasionally just breaks into an Arnold Schwarzenegger voice. Circus baby hungry. Is that one of the mimicked voices to yeah, little children? Yeah, it is. It is. Sense of safety. It is. It's like come with me if you want to live. <laughs> come with me if you want to live. I'm Arnold Schwarzenegger, circus baby. <laughs> <laughs> You're always safe when you're with me. <laughs> Circus baby. Okay. That's uh, apparently speech impediment. <laughs> <laughs> you know my lock? I peeked him. Trigus? Mm. I'm always good. We always cool breeze. Get this shit flowing. You're unnamed in the game. But in actuality, the same invested family member. Just like in real life. Someone personally interested in ending everything. Including. Nobody's ever interested. (laughs) Potential ongoing crimes of a rotting William. I thought she was going to say erotic. Go ahead. Michael is still hard at work. Ooh, that's one erotic William. You're right. going down to Fast Bear Freddy about it, will you? I'm still sitting here doing my notes, and I'm like, this sounds good. I'm going to somber them up with the child murder story. Hell no. Ain't nothing that could somber me. We don't give a damn. We're going to make fun of everything. Respectful. The location this time? Fazbear's Fright a horror attraction using the abandoned Freddy Fazbear's Pizza location. 
a pretty tasteless entertainment grab on real tragedy, of which surviving family members still lived. Nice. I'd imagine that Michael was pretty disgusted by that as well. I'm offended, but it is on brand, I I gotta say. (laughs) (laughs) The staff of this new location learns that they can use the old animatronic suits as costumes, even though old records discourage the practice given an unfortunate accident at a sister franchise location. How do people just learn that they can just get inside? Okay. I'm so mad. Okay. Why is this still an option for these creatures? Like, why are we building them with the option to still get inside when we know, okay, it's all right. I'm with you. And they are frantic to get their hands on any merchandise that survived all the previous decades of neglect. In fact, the owners are thrilled to share with their frightening new night guard that they actually do find a complete suit. An original. It was hidden away oh, in a sealed room. A golden bunny. Well. Piss bunny. Once golden. Oh. It's kind of old and gross and moldy now. Probably more brown. <laughs> more brown than anything. A dookie little green, too, actually. No. Green dookie bunny. Got it. No human operates the spring lock suit. I know that's right. Strictly... Living, anyway. The late William Afton possesses the animatronic. His rotting corpse, a red flag smell that someone else probably should have noticed. Right. But the only person around when he's moving shares a similar rotting fate. His son. Michael dodges around the violent suit. The horrific bunny determined not to be stopped now that it was finally free again. Damn, he's he's willing to, like, attack his son? Mm-hmm. Indiscriminately, yeah. They don't give a damn. Mm-mm. Who, who wouldn't? That's fair. Probably didn't want him anyway. Mm. Kid was dumb enough to be a fucking kid. Also, in That's fairness. Fair. That's fair. As a child, he was responsible didn't even for know, the first child's death. Didn't even know mm. how to ride a bike. I mean, how can you be proud of that? How do you even yeah. know that? And then you lose the first kid, the girl. <laughs> I'm, I'm just filling in blanks. The first kid was Evan. I'm just filling Charlie in blanks. I'm, oh. fill, I'm filling no, in blanks. Enough. Kid couldn't ride a bl- bike, refused to learn how to swim. Couldn't play an instrument. Couldn't play an instrument. You're not making this up. At all. No. And, and no, I told you, I'm just filling in blanks. Why else would you want to indiscriminately murder your child? Don't forget, he Nothing got, to he be got cut proud from the basketball of. team in And middle he was ugly as fuck, unlike you who are handsome as hell. I do try. I do try. I exfoliate. So Michael hallucinates actively in his final job. Right. Burnt and ragged visions of all the animatronics he knew as a child and as an adult security guard alike keep him on edge. Cocaine's a hell of a drug. Though maybe it was more than that. (laughs) Maybe, even without the physical suits to animate, partial spirits of the murdered children remained in the very bones of the building. Riled up. By the Afton family presence. 
be thinking that too if I was on cocaine. One animatronic seems to operate a bit differently, though. More than a phantom. The puppet lingers in the corners of security feeds, perhaps hunting down William, now Springtrap, as well. Meth wolf. Or perhaps looking to bring relief to the lingering spirits, to grant them peace. It's meth wolf. I know it is. And that peace is achieved. The puppet, Charlie, successfully frees the spirits of all the lingering children. Oh, good. The original missing children. That's the good ending in the game. Oh. I'd like to think that Michael senses this change. He knows that it's time to go and end this location's revolting cash grab at real-life tragedy. Mama! Mama, I'm coming home! He helps it along its way, too. Some faulty wiring, officially, causes a fire. Fazbear frights, burns to nothing. Releasing the souls of all the children. Mm-hmm. Now, so they can go to hell and no, burn for no, eternity. No, hell, no, Satan, no, child sacrifice no, is all. No, no, no. no. <laughs> That sounds like a maybe to me. I think no! Maybe. <laughs> we, we'll never know. <laughs> <laughs> we'll never know until we die and meet or fail to meet the children of Fazbear Freddy's. It's just an angel with a recorder. No! No! <laughs> <laughs> so am I getting in? No. No. <laughs> oh, heavens. Now, Michael knew from his digging around long ago that Silvery Remnant was destroyed by high heat. It couldn't withstand a fire. We don't need no water. Let that mother burn. But William wasn't Remnant. He was a different sort of beast entirely. And somehow, that spring trap suit of his survives the devastation of the flames. He rises from the debris. I will survive as long as I know how to love. I know I stay alive. And he did. He tried. He was reincarnated. Later that same year, though, recognizing the telltale signs in the failed haunted house enterprise, Henry Emily becomes active on the scene once more. He launched a fresh opportunity for Freddy Fazbear's Entertainment for a new franchisee. Freddy Fazbear's Pizzeria Simulator, another game in our franchise, announces a rebranded pizza business. We sell pizza rolls. (laughs) Pause. How old are these people at this point? Because... We've gone from the 50s to the 80s. To the we went 90s. from the 30s. Well, yeah, that's true. From the 30s to the 50s to the 80s to the late 90s, I believe. And then 2023. 2023. Yeah, they're old now. So he's old as hell and just hell-bent on this idea of owning a pizza establishment, no matter what. Hold that thought. Or a horror <clears throat> establishment. Hold that thought. I want a horror pizza establishment. <laughs> Hold the fuck up. <laughs> 
fucking fine. I want a whore pizza establishment <laughs> with whore serving me pizza. Michael suspects this is a trap. No one but Henry would even have the pool to launch this sort of endeavor. Having a body of water in your backyard got to do anything. <laughs> <laughs> Dad joke loving motherfucker. (laughs) Oh, that was good. No one living owns the rights, but he takes the bait and he signs on. In fact, Michael is the only prospective owner to do so. Though he isn't exactly loaded. After investing. He ain't no baked potato, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) He ain't loaded. He ain't loaded. He only has $100 to spend on the new venue, Night One. The training and tutorial modules for ownership and management encourage Michael to prepare for the ultimate test, which is like a big party come Saturday. Under the guidance of Tutorial Unit, the restaurant's AI guidance system... Not to be confused with G-Unit. G-Unit. Michael invests in various props, animatronics, and sponsors to add to and fund the restaurant. There's also guidance from Cassette Man, a.k.a. Recordings Left by Henry Emily. Look at me, I'm a cassette tape in 2023! (laughs) Under the guise of furnishing and prepping the location with the best animatronics and games the franchise brand department has to offer... This location's impending open date seems to lure some odd garbage to the heap out back. Mm, Bodies. Broken animatronics appear, waiting to be pulled inside and fixed up, or left to sneak inside on their own. Mm. Henry is using every bit of personal involvement in psychology to predict events from the background. Pull strings. In fact, there are special inclusions and obligations as a new franchise owner written into the agreement just for Michael. The obligations under paragraph four require that new owners check outside at the end of every shift and provide maintenance to those dilapidated animatronics found out back. This includes four possessed animatronics that show up. Here we go. (laughs) So the first one that shows up is Scrap Baby, which is Circus Baby rebuilt from scraps after being ejected from energy. Scrap Baby hungry. (laughs) (laughs) The second is Molten Freddy. The remains of Ennard with Funtime Freddy as its primary head. Shithole Freddy. I'm Mountain Freddy. I do really good jigs. <laughs> the third is Lefty, a mysterious black bear animatronic. Racist. Ooh, I'm Lefty, but I use my right hand to beat children. <laughs> Which is the puppet hiding inside of him, not evil, but needing freedom that it couldn't grant itself. And I'm going to beat children until I get that goddamn freedom. (laughs) 
The fourth is Springtrap, nicknamed Scrap Trap. <laughs> the worn out Spring Bonnie costume, which contains the undead body of serial killer and Fazbear co founder William Afton, after surviving the destruction of Fazbear's rights. Notice Michael, I didn't represent the woman. They should be seen and not heard. What it's fine. Woman? The one you just mentioned. That's William Afton. Bonnie? Spring, Spring Bonnie Michael. is a Bonnie is a female name. He should be seen and not heard. <laughs> William seen and Bonnie heard. and Clyde. Bonnie was the female, I'm pretty sure. Oh my god. Okay. It is twenty twenty three now though. So. That's true. Yeah. We're at the trans. end of the story. I cannot correct you now. <laughs> Okay, well, that's fine. That's You can't correct me because I'm already right. <laughs> sure, whatever helps you sleep at night, my friend. Being correct. Ambien. Yeah. <laughs> and alcohol. Not together. To be Unless clear. I have to. <laughs> to be clear. <laughs> trying to wake up in the morning. I, I only take Ambien <laughs> with alcohol if I'm about to drive, okay? <laughs> Which I don't recommend to the listeners because... You can't look at your phone while you're drinking and driving that's on Ambien. That's true. Yeah. I read a documentary on that. Somebody was doing that heavily, and it just didn't work out. I seen it on NetGeo. Mm. The potential attacks of these animatronics leading up to that grand party, <coughs> all so he can gather them all in one place. As you've no doubt guessed by now, Sex party, yeah. This restaurant was a ruse from the very beginning. For a sex party. Aiming specifically for those sus dumpster animatronics. To have a sex party. This one central location could end the horrific tragedy once and for all. With the animatronic robotic sex party. I know. I'm sorry. The horrific history once and for all. I didn't show you how fucking horrifying the dead body screwing Bonnie looks like. Oh, he's cool looking. Why would you even make that like for kids? He didn't. It he wasn't. Was, he, this was the serial oh, killer trapped in the body. Oh, this yeah, he, is after that. Yeah, well, why would you like if I got so some this instructions is, that you have this to go is, outside? <laughs> I'd be like, I don't know why. I ha- no, and then I just go back inside. I'd be, I'd, imagine, I'd be like, yeah, imagine. I did it. Yeah, I did it. Just imagine. Yeah, exactly. I just lie my ass off. Uh huh. I got that shit. Mm-hmm. Imagine your papa leaves to get milk one day. Yo, fuck him. And he comes back looking like this. <laughs> fuck him. <laughs> How would you know that's your papa? You wouldn't. You wouldn't. So so you'd go with you. You'd go with Miles's theory. Exactly. Fuck him. Unless he's like speaking to you and it's like, hey. I love you and care about you. But looking like that, and if you saw it, you'd understand. But oh. looking like that, you'd have to be, like, crazy. Here's the scrap versions you find outside. Oh, hell no. But you got to bring them inside. Look at that one. Fuck that one. Yeah, I would be like, the hardest. Not. Do you remember <laughs> when I said it just had fun time Freddy's face? I literally meant just the face. And then, like, just some wires and shit? Mm-hmm. That's entered. Yeah, fuck all that. That'd be it would be outered. And then there's there's scrap baby and yeah, scrap, scrap trap. baby's the one I said fuck the hardest. And then baby. there's a black bear. That's racist. Lefty. Whatever. The puppet is in Lefty. Because when Charlie freed um the other children, she couldn't free herself. Lame. She didn't try hard enough. That's what that is. 
scrap baby who is twisted and murderous, Elizabeth following loyally in her father's footsteps, suspects that they were all reunited under William's orders and to his ends. She speaks to Michael, the child who resisted their father's prerogative. Whoa. Okay, so disclaimer, I'm not going to do this. How about you disclaim what prerogative means? I'm going to disclaim that I can't do this half as well as any of the voice actors in the game. Because you're not a scholar. Go ahead. Would you like me to? I can fucking kill it. We can do this. I can fucking kill it. I'll let you do the next one. He's got this. So this is a quote from Scrap Baby. You played right into our hands. That is not a voice. She did not say it like that. It's not going to be voice. This is serious. This is the end of the murder oh. story. I know, but you said it was her voice. Right. And you, yeah, which is why I'm just doing it as a woman's it up voice. So, you like, I said, no, I, I said, disclaimer, I can't do I it can't justice. I can't do this justice, but here it goes. This is she what just, Scrap Baby said in my actual voice. She <laughs> said, because <laughs> I can't do. You try. You put yourself out there. Here we go. And one. And no, because I can't do it funny and stupid. No, you don't have right. to do it funny and stupid. Do it creepy then. Yeah. I don't know how to be creepy. You just don't like spotlights. No. Can nobody see you? Go Which ahead. is why I started a podcast. Exactly. So so you, people can't see you. Yeah, that's why you got to do it. I make I make a fool of myself for every time we do this. You know how many voices we've done tonight? <laughs> because I don't. We've done several. <laughs> just do you. In character. Don't pee on my shoe. <laughs> what the fuck? Ella. <laughs> I'm actually talking to Rush. Thank you for clicking. <laughs> <laughs> In case listeners at home were concerned. You played right into our hands. Did you really think that this job just fell out of the sky for you? No. This was a gift for us. You gathered them all together in one place. Just like he asked you to. All those little souls in one place. Just for us. Now we can do what we were created to do. And be complete. I will make you proud, Daddy. Watch. Listen. And be full. But another voice cuts in. (laughs) A familiar one. Henry's. Does someone want to do a serious man voice? Yeah, I'll do a serious man voice. Do you want to do it? No, you can do it. I just know. Where am I reading from? This whole thing? Yeah. This whole thing. Mm -hmm. This whole paragraph. Yeah, the whole italicized paragraph. I mean, he'll do it. Don't get him wrong. Okay. Get him to the person that can't read very well. (laughs) I'm sorry to interrupt you, Elizabeth, if you still even remember that name. But I'm afraid you've been misinformed. You're not here to receive a gift, nor have I been called here by the individual you assume. Although you have indeed been called... You have all been called here into a labyrinth of sounds and smells. 
misdirection, and misfortune. A labyrinth with no exit, a maze with no prize. You don't even realize that you are trapped. Your lust for blood has driven you in endless circles, chasing the cries of children in some unseen chamber always seeming so near, yet somehow out of reach. But you will never find them. None of you will. This is where your story ends, and you, my brave volunteer, who somehow found this job listing not intended for you, although there was a way out planned for you. I have a feeling that's not what you want. I have a feeling that you are right where you want to be. I am remaining as well. I am nearby. This place will not be remembered, and the memory of everything that started this can finally begin to fade away as the agony of every tragedy should, and you monsters trapped in the, in the corridors, be still, and give up your spirits, they don't belong to you. For most of you, I believe there is peace and perhaps more waiting for you after this smoke clears, although for one of you, the darkest pit of hell has opened, to swallow you whole, so don't keep the devil waiting, old friend. My daughter... If you can hear me, I knew you would return as well. It's your nature to protect the innocent. I'm sorry that on that day, the day you were shut out and left to die, no one was there to lift you up into their arms. The way you lifted others into yours. And then, what became of you? I should have known you wouldn't be content to disappear. Not my daughter. I couldn't save you then, so let me save you now. It's time to rest for you and for those you have carried in your arms. This ends for all of us. And scene. Father wins. Fatality. Flawless victory. The pizzeria is set ablaze. Animatronics pound their fists on sealed exits as they burn. Trapped in their own hell for the good of all the children never to become their victims. Or otherwise finally set free for those who deserved such a fate. And Michael remains, as Henry suspects to end the remnant and cycles also inside himself. Yes. To let go at last. Let it go. Let it go. Can't free those souls anymore. Woo! Child sacrifice! <laughs> free their souls! <laughs> so... Oh no, you're trapped in a body! <laughs> <laughs> Free their souls! <laughs> Dare I ask what we got from Get this? all these animatronics. <laughs> Free their souls! What was that thing's name? In, endeavor in, into Entered. it. Entered. And Damien. Him. Let me get the innards out of you. <laughs> I'm going to call that innard. <laughs> <laughs> well, I learned that 
we as a society don't <laughs> learn from our mistakes because we can make a mistake in the 30s and just keep repeating it until 2023. Well, we've been doing that. And even though we've burned down or exploded or whatever this place in 2023, that does not mean that later on this year, someone's not going to find a little teeny tiny piece of energy and be like, you know, it would be a great idea to rebuild a pizza place. Yes. With some animatronics. And then they put entered in and it just starts all over again. Because so, that's the only thing they've been fucking doing this whole time. Well, that apparently um, is going to happen. So I Sorry, ended buddy. the lore a little early. Because I thought if people liked Son it, of a bitch. we can add more. <laughs> because William Afton lives on digitally after this as the murderous serial killer. Because why wouldn't he? Because burning it down wouldn't be enough. So now he went from analog life to digital life. If it makes you feel better, he's caught in hell for a while first, though. No. <laughs> No. That only pr- may, probably made him more angry. But, like, at what point do you just give up? Like, I mean, he escaped Hill, so he's obviously not going to give up. Right, but when you get down there, you, you can't just give up. You couldn't get it done in life. You couldn't get it done in death. It could be worse. He could have lost his nose trying to kill a baby. Well, at least he's not homeless. Oh, I did have a disclaimer that uh, one of the items in my timeline did fit better, arguably, elsewhere. But I rewrote my notes like 15 times because Five Nights at Freddy's was like a really stupid idea for me to do <laughs> as far as something that I could do in a month that we did extra episodes. Um, I left it where it is because I did. And I'm just <laughs> acknowledging because basically the one with the the funtime animatronics so mangle looks like a fucked up funtime foxy which i put later yeah he looked timeline. cool he was the coolest looking one and then uh there was a uh jeremy not jeremy uh some uh, whatever fritz character as a night security card that was only there for one night, who was fired for very similar reasons as Michael later on in the series, mm. which implies that all of that happens Indecent later. Exposure. I did not move it because I had rewritten and fixed my notes like 18 fucking times. And the years are the longest notes that I've ever worked on by far. And I was not going to fucking fix them again. So basically what she's saying is she doesn't care what you canonically thought. <laughs> She just left it where it was. I tried my best, is what I'm saying. I tried my fucking best, and then I, I got tired. Best. Well, you did admit before we even started this two-part thing that like best. shit's going to be wild, yeah. and it's going to be it's out hard, of place. It's confusing. And, it's... and a new installment can reveal facts that disprove things that you thought were 100% certain before. So, yeah, fun. Cheers to that. Well, I learned that all pizza establishments with animatronics that smell like dead things probably harbor dead things. So are you guys going to go here. home and play Five Nights? No. no, I might go watch that Nicolas Cage movie that was a rip of it, though. I've already played one of the versions. I don't know which one. You don't like it? It was a version. You know. <laughs> 
<laughs> I don't fully remember. <laughs> I don't. Fully I mean, remember. it was a game. Yeah, you know, I didn't hate it. I didn't love it. The only one I that I fully it. finished was the free one, which was the pizza simulator, which is the one where you can get a good ending where they all die. So I was like, oh, I'm content now, and I moved on. Yeah, I don't. There's a, a lot of lore in that one too, as well as sister location. Hmm. But mostly I watch other grown men. Other grown men. Whoa. Uh, <laughs> okay. Um, Whatever. <laughs> Are you also a grown man and you just watch other grown men? I'm confused. I found Markiplier very relatable. Walka walka. I am also a handsome walka, jacked walka. young man. Oh, hey, Marshmallow. Hey, baby. Oh, hey, Beaker. Um, so, yeah, no, I do. I, there's more. There is more that I could do, but there's another game that's going to come out uh, relatively soon and a movie and stuff like that. So I figured if people like this. So we'll see you next time on that one. I'll (laughs) I'll save it for another time if people want it. I'll do it. When we explore necromancing. Which we basically did. Necrodancing. Necro animatronics. I don't feel like there's anything I, I like can teach you guys thing. from this time, this kind of story, because I feel like you already know not to kill children. I didn't know we were trying to teach oh. people things. That's what stories do. They have like lessons. Oh, in. not 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 mm-hmm. when I'm involved. That's called a fable, not a story. My, fables have uh, when, morals when, and lessons. See, and shit. stories do when fables. I'm involved are just for entertainment. Yeah. My name's not Ace. If you learned anything from any story you listen to me have a part of, just l- learn to not be like me. And then you'll be doing better in life. There you go. Oh. Merry Christmas. <laughs> and thank you for joining us on this special New Year's Eve edition. Where of Dragon Strength Burn. Blood rains from the sky. And I clearly and also got across our schedule clearly. <laughs> so either way you go, you're either being rained on blood or it's spraying up from the ground. Good luck. Wear some rain boots. Bring an umbrella. Good night. Sleep tight. Don't let the animatronics bite. Because that shit will take out your whole fucking frontal lobe. Signing off. Have a good night. Bye. Dragons. The bourbons that drunk on the dragon's last Listeners, come to us for escape. (laughs) We need to not remind them of the real world. I mean, you never get away. Fair enough. Start over. (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's start over then. Original music by Maria Vincent and art by Something by LP. 
You can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at ddb.podcast. You may also email us at dragonsdrinkbourbon at gmail.com. Thank you, madam. You are a gentleman and a scout. You are a ginger and not a saint. Oh. That's all I can try to be. (laughs) (laughs) All right. That was a compliment. Fuck.